So I recorded a podcast last night and I expressed my frustrations with LinkedIn Live. I also talked about some of the great things with LinkedIn Live and some of the good experiences I've had, wonderful experiences I've had with it. But I definitely discussed some of the frustrations and that was what motivated me to record the podcast episode from the new podcast, Ross Brand Recordings. You can find it at rossbrandrecordings.com. And what I'm doing for this podcast is I'm putting together all my episodes that I've live streamed or uploaded videos through the years and taking the audio from the recording and making a podcast episode out of it. And so it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And anything that can help you speed the process <laughs> is appreciated. Well, that process is most burdensome when it comes to LinkedIn Live. And so that was my trigger for a larger discussion uh, in the podcast I recorded last night. about what the heck's going on with LinkedIn Live. Why haven't some of the features progressed? It's almost three years now since I did my first LinkedIn Live, and there's there's some things that make me scratch my head, shake my head um, about it that could easily be improved. There is nothing I would like to see more that the powers that be at LinkedIn breathe some new life into LinkedIn Live and LinkedIn become one of the primary destinations where I push out my content. Because it started off that way for me. In the beginning, I thought LinkedIn Live was like the greatest opportunity ever. And then after about six months to a year, it really started becoming an afterthought to where eventually I stopped live streaming to LinkedIn. Now, I don't know what your experience has been, but particularly if your experience continues to be very positive, if LinkedIn Live is working for you right now, I would love to hear how it's working why it's working, what you're doing. Um, change my mind about LinkedIn being, LinkedIn Live being a disappointment and a frustration. Um, you're welcome to come on and join. I'm going to open this up to anybody who's listening on LinkedIn uh, or watching on LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter. Um, the link to join is G-E-N-I. Dot us geni.us slash guest and you can come on either with your camera on or you can come on audio only uh, if you'd prefer not to be on camera uh, because I would love to hear what your experience is and ask you some ask you some questions 
Anita Sonia's in the chat on Facebook. She says, I was very happy when I could live stream on LinkedIn for the first time because it was so damn hard to apply. Uh, but Christian Karasevich helped me out. And yeah, that's one of the things that I discussed in the podcast was the process of getting accepted for LinkedIn Live not only wasn't transparent, but it it didn't seem to be any logic in terms of who was accepted and when they were accepted. So you had people who were professional broadcasters doing business content who had to wait years and then other people got accepted right away and it didn't seem to be there was any relationship to their performance on the platform, their ability to do this at a professional level. Uh, it was it was often very confusing. Uh, the great Dean Nimmin, one of the really stars of YouTube, is in the chat on Facebook. He says, they denied me. It's, it's very hard to understand. Uh, a Facebook user, if you're in the Facebook group, go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook if you'd like your name and avatar to show up uh, within the comments here so I can see who you are. Uh, but a Facebook user says, is live streaming on LinkedIn open to everyone now? I don't know for sure. I know everyone can apply. And... I believe if they haven't changed it, if you Google something like getting started with LinkedIn Live, that should take you to a page uh, on LinkedIn where you can fill out the application. You can read about what's required and you can apply. You can take a shot. Uh, But some of the frustrations I was going through as I was building out this podcast. And if you're new to hearing about this podcast, it's called Recordings. It's rossbrandrecordings.com is the website for it. And what I'm doing is I'm taking all of my live streams and taking the recordings and ripping out the audio and making podcasts from them. So... It's obviously easier for the more recent ones because if I went live with StreamYard, for example, it was recorded within StreamYard and I downloaded the audio and video files. But before StreamYard could record, when you were using a third-party tool like StreamYard or another third-party tool like Restream to connect or Switcher Studio, whatever you were using, Wirecast, to connect to LinkedIn Live. And if you did not, you probably did not have, unless you have a pretty elaborate setup, a local recording going on, because at that time, none of the platforms that I know of were were making local recordings. So the first thing I found as I went back to look at what I had done in the early days before StreamYard could record, was there's no way to download my videos. And (laughs) 
I mean, that's crazy, right? I mean, no way to download a video that I live stream to to LinkedIn Live. And I get that there is some privacy issues, name, image, and likeness. If you're putting avatars on the screen, there's proprietary, I don't know, whatever is in the reactions that come on the screen. But there's no way at a major social platform that can pull this off. I mean, one of the biggest in the world doesn't have the ability to have a clean off off air, so to speak, recording. A recording before the, the logos and the different things go up on the screen that it could give you a clean recording. Just like StreamYard gives you. There's no reason why they couldn't have multiple recordings and keep it available for downloading. Doesn't doesn't make sense. Besides, I only want the audio from it anyway, so none of those things should be an issue with the audio. So that's that's one frustration. Stuart Buchan is here. Uh, I know I always mispronounce your last name, Stuart. I gotta get it right. Uh, he is watching. Uh, he got approved right away, he said. Uh, he got approved right away. Yeah. And, you know, you're an example of somebody who is professional and is talented at this. And it makes sense you got approved. So sometimes it seems like they get it right. Sometimes they don't. Gord Eisman's here. Good to see you, Gord. Uh, another Facebook user said it's very frustrating. Again, if you're watching in a Facebook group, uh, streamyard.com slash Facebook if you'd like to have your name and, and avatar show up uh, in the comments Nicholas Smith good to see you did you use the exact data match for your LinkedIn account profile within the application and is it all correct exact data match for your LinkedIn, you know, I'm not sure. Can you can you add a little more to that comment? I'm not sure exactly what you're what you're uh, what you're asking. Nicholas Smith says using Wave Video Business far easier. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good live streaming platforms out there. Um, what I was talking about was back when I first started going. Oh, okay. No problem. <laughs> Nicholas, no, no worries. Uh, somebody said, it took me almost a year once I stopped posting my YouTube videos and uploaded the Vimeo video. I was accepted in one week. That's interesting. Seems like if you were accepted, you wouldn't be as likely to post YouTube videos as you'd be probably live streaming, uh, <laughs> sharing your, your videos. Um, and so we got our first caller or guest steps in, the great Tim Sohn, who's one of the people I actually was hoping to hear from because he seems to be doing really well on LinkedIn. So, Tim, I'm going to bring you up in just a second. There he is outside in the wild. Tim Sohn, welcome. <laughs> great to Here see us. you, Tim. It's great to see you out in out in the wilderness. Here. Yes. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. How are you, Ross? Good. So, uh, just give me a quick overview of your thoughts on 
you like LinkedIn Live? Are you happy with it? Are you disappointed with it? Is it working for you? Is it not working for you? Yeah, I, I absolutely love LinkedIn Live. I've really embraced it, I would say, over the last, uh, I would say over the last three years. I had taken a course with uh, Judy Fox about a year before the pandemic. And then I had uh, been producing Brian Schulman's shows for about a year. And, um, and, and then since then, you know, I'd created the Showing Up Perspectives on Cancer show and we had been uh, live streaming on LinkedIn with the Tim and Jim show. Uh, we had right. gotten access. Uh, we had been using StreamYard and we still use StreamYard for the Tim and Jim show. And, um, and, and LinkedIn, I find that with LinkedIn, you have to be pretty active on the platform. And one thing that I found find that works is when you engage with others in the comments and you're, you do that on a pretty consistent basis, that really, uh, helps with the engagement in terms of your live shows as well. It just keeps the, the, uh, the, the platform happy. <laughs> so when you say engage, do you mean like, Hey, Anita Sohn, you're good to see you. You said, Tim Sohn, I thought you were live streaming 24 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> or do you mean like going in and typing something in the chat after I'm done uh, to comment that way? Are you referring to one or the other? So I'm referring to um, kind of... Uh, well, I'll, I'll go in after a show and respond to all the comments, uh, you know, people who have tuned into my shows, uh, but I'll also go into to the comments of uh, of those people on their social media profiles as well sometimes uh, and comment there as mm -hmm. well. Um, so it's not just commenting on your videos or yeah. engaging your audience, but it's being active on the platform in general then the platform will give you more reach by notifying more people within your network. Exactly. Yeah. That's good to know. That's good to know. I mean, my activity on the platform decreased as my reach started decreasing. I started saying, well, why am I spending time where I'm not getting reach? Um, so it seemed right. to work the opposite way for me where I, I was getting amazing reach in the beginning, and I knew that yeah. wouldn't last, but the decline was was kind of surprising. Eddie Garrison says, I get very little to no reach or engagement on LinkedIn Live, especially compared to Facebook, where I get massive reach and engagement. He said he was a beta tester back in the day when it first rolled out. He was denied, too. Um I mean, just looking at the comments as I scroll back up, yeah, it looks like everybody is watching on Facebook. I, I don't see a LinkedIn, oh, wow. a comment from LinkedIn. Interesting, interesting. And, and so, let me let me take a look at what data StreamYard gives me. Okay, it gives me reactions. Okay, so all the reactions are on Facebook. All the live viewers. Nine are on my personal profile. None are on my Livestream Universe page. Um, and one is in the group, the Monetized Livestreaming Now group. So I, I don't have, as far as I can tell, I don't have any viewers 
or comments. Hey, Beauty Bubble. She hey. says, I am here, Ross. <laughs> All right, so somebody's on on from LinkedIn. Very good. Nice to see you. Awesome. <laughs> I Thank you bubble. so much. <laughs> we, we've got something in the statistical column there from, from LinkedIn. Very good. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, it's one other thing that I do, Ross. Sure, sure. One other thing that I'll do with my LinkedIn live shows is after each show, I'll send a direct message to not not typically all the people that commented, but um, maybe five people just saying thank you, maybe start a little conversation with them. And and I'll find that, you know, those are the people that that come back the most often and they'll comment more and and that just helps with the engagement as well and just develops relationships with viewers and and just helps with the engagement as well on, on LinkedIn. Barb Tomlin says, I'm catching you on Facebook also, <laughs> but I've decided to keep my mouth shut on this one. Now, come on, we want the troublemakers to come in yes. and say their things. So what are you frustrated? Anything you're frustrated about with LinkedIn Live or anything you'd like to see improved upon? That's a good question. Or, or you want to play it safe to not anger the powers that be to seem to be very whimsical in who they decide. To no, I, re I really, I mean, overall, I'm very happy with with my experience on LinkedIn Live. Um, you know, maybe if they had some better analytics, that would be nice. Um, uh, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Um, Stuart says great tips, Tim. So, oh great, Stuart, Hi, Stuart. appreciates. Stuart's awesome. Um, awesome. I, I, I was a little frustrated that when I went back beyond like my ro most recent videos, all of which were uploaded because I I haven't gone live I don't think in quite a while before today. Figured yeah. if you're going to talk about them, you might as well do it right out in the open right so if anybody from linkedin's watching and wants to join the conversation you are more than welcome i'll bring you right up and in and uh would love to hear what what you have to say what's going on if you have different plans or if you know maybe there's something that those of us who aren't finding the platform to be as fruitful as it could be could be doing differently maybe it's something in my settings maybe it's something in how i construct a post um uh, but I was going somewhere with that. Where was I going? Stuart, yeah. great tips, great tips. <laughs> analytics. Okay, so you said analytics. Uh, so my disappointment is when I look back at my earlier videos, which means anything be beyond the recent ones, I can't see views. Yes. So I see reactions. I see the comments. And I know, I know, like, I can hear 15 people got views or vanity metrics. They don't really matter. But they do give you an ind indication of what kind of reach you're getting, right? I mean, yeah. if you're getting a lot of reach, you're probably going to get some views. If you're not getting any reach, you're not getting any views. So it, it definitely, I can sort of chart the trajectory by looking back at its data. The other thing that really didn't make me too happy, and it's a, it's a piece of information I could certainly find in my calendar, or I could find it through the apps where I went live sometimes, but... Why, oh, why can I not see the exact date or the date and time when I went live? Yes. Seeing three years ago, well, that really narrows it down. I, I, 
Yes. <laughs> Three I years was... ago, I was going live a lot on LinkedIn. That, that doesn't help much. Yeah, it doesn't only do that for videos, just for any post. I was just looking back the other day. I wanted to look back to see when I started creating, created, radi creating radiating real posts. I wanted to see when the first one I created was the exact date. Right. And it's, you know, it says one year or however many months. And that's no help, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Doug yeah. Cohen says, yo, yo, yo. Good to see you. Good to see you, okay. Doug. Um, the other thing, Ross, is you, you can't search specifically for videos on, on LinkedIn. It would be nice if we could search search videos, right? That's that's another point. Let's, let's talk about that in just a second. Eddie Garrison yeah, sure. says, can we embed the live stream into a LinkedIn newsletter either before or after the live stream is completed? I actually have no idea on that one. Um, yeah. Walter says nothing can, should be so difficult to do there. Must be a way each and every platform to make things easy. Absolutely. Uh, Doug said he was commenting from Twitter but I don't think you saw them. Yeah, no, I'm not seeing any comments from Twitter. And I think I should be. I don't um, think comments come in from Twitter, do they, Ross? Oh, they don't anymore? Ever since Periscope think. went away? They... <laughs> I don't think so. There, there isn't a lot of functionality <laughs> over there since Periscope went away, but that's that's for another, another live stream. <laughs> yeah, so talk to me about the search and the organization of your past videos, if you'd like to do something with them or know what you've done or find something and share it again. What, what What's going on with that? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, for instance, on your personal profile, there's no video tab. Yeah, so, there's not. Uh, you know, the more you post, and I'm not saying that I'm posting ridiculous amounts by any degree. I should be more active on LinkedIn than I am. Yeah. But still... To have to scroll through all your, you know, hit that activity and then scroll through all your posts to get to a video from six months ago or a year or two years ago. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I mean, I guess the only way you could do it is you could come up with a unique hashtag that you put in the post of every time you go live. And That's I probably okay. did that for a while, uh, yeah. but I didn't think of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and why why can't why aren't there playlists and sort of like you know where you hit the video tab and it's almost like you've got your channel there. You know, Facebook's had that. We can complain about certain things with Facebook, but you know, I can get the date and time I went live on Facebook. I can see the number of views. I can, you know, I can um, yeah download the video if I need to download it from Facebook, and I can arrange into playlists and, and, and have a video tab that I can easily find my stuff. Of course, YouTube is the master of putting the channel together, but they've been at this for a long time, and that is what they do. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, Link, LinkedIn's owned by Microsoft, which owns right. Skype and Teams. So there's more than enough capability in-house to make all of these things happen. I mean, <laughs> so there's hope then, right, Ross? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Doug says LinkedIn Live was a bit of a bust for me. The Twitter interface is the Periscope app. I was always able to see those comments multicasting on Haps before Haps died. <laughs> Haps was the one that let you go to Instagram from a desktop, I believe. 
I never ended uh-huh. up using that because um, I don't want to risk my Instagram account, but that would be, <laughs> that was both the attraction and the the thing that kept me away from it. <laughs> right, yeah. So if anybody wants to join us, um, the link is on the screen, G-E-N-I dot U-S, genius slash guest. That's it, G-E-N-I dot U-S slash guest. And that'll bring you into the green room, so to speak, in, in StreamYard. So, I mean, what I like about it, of course, is it should be a great place for doing business content, right? I mean, you're you're putting your stuff in front of people who might be looking for the product or service or, you know, in your case, they may be looking for social media or live video training or, you know, done for you, done for you service. Has it been worthwhile in terms of, you know, brand awareness and, you know, maybe uh, getting some warm leads for your business? Yeah, it definitely has been, Ross. It, it, it's been very helpful in terms of getting people into my live streaming courses. Uh, you know, people see the live streaming shows I do, the Tim and Jim show and the, the Showing Up Perspectives on Cancer show I do. Um, so they see those and then I, I mentioned the courses more so through the Tim and Jim show. Um, and so that's that that's the main benefit, um, you know, that I see through LinkedIn is people getting into the courses. Right. Um, so that that definitely makes it worthwhile. For sure. Have you seen any sort of decline in your your views, your reach, your comments over the years or have you stayed pretty consistent there's definitely been peaks and valleys here and there um with the showing up perspectives on cancer show which is newer that's definitely seen more engagement and i think because it's maybe it's it's a newer show and it's a it's a it's a different kind of show um there seems to be a lot of interest in um you know, that show is all about people sharing their personal journeys of, on cancer, cancer survivors and cancer supporters. And right. uh, I haven't seen many shows on that on the LinkedIn platform. Right, uh, right. So, yeah. No, that's good. I mean, it's good to bring unique content and, and content that's very relevant to a lot of people. And it, you just wonder kind of where where things are going, what do they want on the platform? Does that have anything to do with it? Um, and, yeah. and you multi-stream all you the stuff that you put on LinkedIn or do you do LinkedIn lives where you're just exclusively going to LinkedIn? I always multi-stream. Right. I typically multi-stream. I, I do LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, always. But I always stream to at least two platforms in case. I'm always afraid at least one of the platforms is gonna go down. Right. So at least two. (laughs) So Brad Friedman's here. He says, I was just thinking of doing more LinkedIn live broadcasts. Are you telling me not to put too much effort into it? No, not at all, Brad. I'm saying I'm frustrated and I'm not finding after I got off to such a great start with the platform, I'm not finding that I've gotten the same results. And in fact, they've really not work it's not worked for me but i'm open to the possibility that it could be my schedule it could be the way i'm constructing posts it could be the way that i engage 
It could be something on my end. There's certainly features that I think it's time to upgrade after three years, three and a half. Because I think it's been three and a half to, to not quite four, but it's been at least three and a half years. Because I think it was six to eight months after it rolled out that I got access. And my access goes back almost three years. So not having a video tab in the profile, not having a way to download or get a clean recording or at least strip out the audio, um, <laughs> that's that's a little that's a little disappointing. Uh, Brad, you're welcome to jump in if you'd like to. Um, I know you're probably working and might not be the best time, but if you'd like to jump in, uh, geni.us/guest. Um, did you find us, Brad, on LinkedIn, or did you find us on another platform and then make the trip over to watch on LinkedIn since it was a show about LinkedIn? I'm curious. Uh, Barb says, I would certainly be interested in sharing my cancer survival story on that one. Tim, I will have to search for you on LinkedIn. Yeah, definitely connect with me, Barbara. I'd love to chat with you. Jesse Guthrie says, and it was great seeing Jesse, by the way, in person at uh, PodFest and VidFest. He said, "Uh, I think they made posts public with some ranking factors for videos with some better SEO would make it more attractive for me as a video marketer. I think if they made posts public with some ranking factors for videos with some better SEO would make it more attractive for me as a video marketer. Yeah, I mean, it it would be nice to know if they want you to do something, (laughs) it would be nice to know if they told you how to go about accomplishing what they want from people who are using it. They certainly had some strict rules about what you could and couldn't do, which it's all fine with, right? I want to provide what is within the culture of the platform and what the powers that be want from it. Um, Beauty Bubble says they sent out a press release about it back in February 12, 2019. Okay. So I got access in July 2019. So March, April, May, June, July. Oh, so it was not even five months. Well, it felt like years waiting. I was, <laughs> I was like, come on. <laughs> and what's going on? <laughs> Doug Cohen says, I wrote an article on LinkedIn Pulse recently, and it was a good one. They showed it to virtually no one. We'll never do that again. Used to get good reach on those, too. Yeah, not much happens for me when I've done those. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put it on Pulse. This is a good one, right? You take your good ones, and you go, I'm going to put that on Pulse. I like to think they're all good, but, you know, the ones you really feel good about, you're like, I'll put that on Pulse because, you know... You certainly, LinkedIn still has that feel to some degree of a resume where it's like, you, you know, you want to put your highlights on LinkedIn, not every <laughs> every step you take, but... Uh, right, yeah. Anita Sonia says LinkedIn is good for the coaches who sell how to be successful <laughs> with LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, Brad says, I saw your post on Facebook and came over here. Can't pop in as I'm listening while cleaning my car. Uh, Jesse Guthrie says, thanks. Doug Cohen says, totally. And a LinkedIn user says, greeting from the Philippines. Well, welcome. Did you find this LinkedIn user from the Philippines? I'm going to guess because you're 
avatar and name aren't shown that you found us on Facebook, but in the Facebook group, but maybe they don't show name and avatar for everybody on LinkedIn because you can have a private profile, I believe, on LinkedIn. So anyway, welcome. Either way, welcome. It's good to see you. Uh, I'm glad you're here. It, it's so it, it's kind of c confusing figuring some of this stuff out. And but you would say that, you know, for your clients, do you advise them to do to do LinkedIn Live? I do if they if they're if if they have clients that are potentially there. You know, if it makes sense for their for who they're trying to reach, then yes. Jamark says he found me on LinkedIn. Very nice. Okay, so they are showing this to somebody. Very awesome. good. <laughs> it's, it's working. It's working. Definitely Beauty Bubble and Brad <laughs> came over because they saw it on Facebook. <laughs> um, oh, the data doesn't actually show me live view. I, do you know if StreamYard shows you in there? You know, you click that little eye thing and it shows you how many people are live viewers are on different platforms. It doesn't yeah. show me LinkedIn. No. And it looks like people are watching on LinkedIn. So maybe I made the wrong assumption. Yeah, Andrew it Wang LinkedIn. is here. Uh, uh, hi, Ross. I want to learn more about LinkedIn Live and LinkedIn Audio events. I want to learn about LinkedIn Audio events, too. I've heard about them. And what I wasn't sure about, and probably need to read a little more up on it, is whether LinkedIn Audio events is like live audio, like what we're doing here kind of thing, or is it more like a clubhouse competitor? I don't know if anybody knows. If you do know, please do let me know because uh, I'd like to yeah. know what it is and uh, whether I should be using it or how I should be using it. Or... Anita Sonia says, strange, I can't see Facebook comments here now. Try and refresh, <laughs> I think. That's what I always do. <laughs> so that's, that's my tech support, refresh. <laughs> Sonia says, can't be on camera. It's midnight here and I can fall asleep anytime. Yeah, I think you now is where you go if you want to do sleeping live streams. That's sleeping <laughs> live streams. That's that a was thing. a thing for a while. <laughs> people would do these IRL live streams, and some people would do eating, and other people would just put the camera on and go to sleep. Yeah, a really riveting video. There you go. <laughs> uh, Walter says LinkedIn works best for me when I do less on the platform, and people are looking for me based on what I have on my profile. That's interesting. Uh, Terry Johnson's here. Good to see you, Terry. She says, hi, Ross. You're welcome to jump in if you'd like to, Terry, and share your thoughts. Um, the link is on the screen. Genius slash guest. G-E-N-I dot U-S slash guest. Um, Andrew said he thinks LinkedIn audio events is like Clubhouse or Twitter spaces. And another yeah, LinkedIn so. user says audio events like Clubhouse, still for selected people. Perhaps they'll roll it out to everybody once the bloom has gone off that rose completely as far as social audio goes. I'm so cynical now. No, I I mean, it seems to me that that some of the enthusiasm for Clubhouse is, is maybe waiting, but I don't know that for statistically. It just from my own. So I'm wondering... What LinkedIn can bring to it that would be different? 
I know LinkedIn went with stories for about a day and a half, which is, as I said in the podcast, is like yeah. the least LinkedIn thing I can think of. Is st- like stories just doesn't seem like a LinkedIn thing. And, you know, Twitter went with, with their version of stories, too, and that lasted about five minutes. Um, platforms yeah. should know what, what people are coming there for and what features they they want. But uh, Twitter leans towards the business professional, breaking news, uh, live events. Uh, so stories might have worked, but I think people are already set into where they're doing stories on Facebook and, and Instagram. And yeah. uh, Terry says she'll join next time, maybe uh, listening while working. Yes, uh, no worries. Uh, Barb Tomlinson just signed into LinkedIn Live indicates that eight are currently watching from this platform. Hey, hey look right. at that eight concurrent. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. They do show this to people. <laughs> All right, I'm going to open it up in my browser just to see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to mute the browser. Yes. So, it's, you know, now the interface itself, I'm looking at, at the live event, which I was able to pre-schedule, which is nice. Now it says five people are watching. But the comments are really nice. It's really clean. The comments are much better than fa- the way Facebook organizes its comments. I can click reply. I can delete a comment quickly. I can mute a comment. I can click the drop down button and report. Um, not that I'm going to do a lot of writing in the comments while I'm live streaming, but it's really nice. So it this is. part they get well. Okay. The layout for the live stream. Now we're up to seven people. Fantastic. Uh, right. For those of you keeping score at home, as they used to say when watching baseball, but they never say anymore because <laughs> I don't think anybody does that anymore. So yeah. we got 25 comments on, on LinkedIn. We got four reactions. So if you're one of the seven people watching and you're one of the three, at least, that hasn't made a reaction, come on, throw us a like or a clap or a heart or a brilliant idea or something, even a even one of those. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, I mean, this part is nice. This is very clean. It's very professional looking. Um, I'm really happy with what I see on, on now we're up to nine people. Tim, did you jump over or somebody else jump over? I didn't, but I I better get those numbers up. (laughs) Let's look at that. (laughs) Nine. Beauty bubble says, uh, you get better responses from Twitter live than LinkedIn? Anita Sonia asks. I think that Twitter, well, I haven't done a lot of Twitter lives. I haven't really paid that much attention. When it was Periscope, it would depend on if other people retweeted or not. Like if I had a guest who retweeted and they had a nice size audience, that would help. In general, my audience would watch on Facebook or some would watch on YouTube, I think would be the places where they, I've gone live for years. So, um, Terry Johnson put a link in, 
what does it say? Uh, socialmediatoday.com slash news slash clubhouse's latest strategic shift points to concerning signs for the apps. Very nice. Thank you, Terry. I'm going to take a look at that. Uh, Barb's is watching LinkedIn live from Chrome browser. Currently nine watching from here. Reactions are coming in on LinkedIn. Jordan K. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Tim Sohn. Hi y'all. Good to see you, Tim. Thanks for joining us over (laughs) on uh, LinkedIn. You're not only live, but now you are a viewer and the great Eric Hundley is here. One of the superstars of talk on linked on, uh, YouTube. Another platform that people said, oh, you can't do long-form talk on. Nobody will watch it there. And Eric's got like 15 channels now that are growing like crazy with different shows. And yet Eric hasn't been approved. He says, they could start by approving my account. I think I requested access well over a year ago. I think you have to apply again if you haven't heard back. Um, You may also want to talk... Uh, if you're using a platform, you may want to see if the platform has a way of nominating people or not. I know there was a time when sometimes the platforms would and sometimes they wouldn't. So that could be another way to go about it. But I mean, it's it's insane that like Eric Hundley, for example, who's a terrific host, very professional, been doing live streams and live content at a very high level wouldn't have LinkedIn Live makes absolutely no sense. Uh, Barb says, I'm watching you live on Facebook from Edge Browser Sound on LinkedIn Sound Off. Very nice. Uh, Nicholas Smith says, by the time you get on it streaming live, it will all be done telepathically. (laughs) Try reapplying, (laughs) ensuring that the info matches the exact data versus the profile. Uh, Barb said, LinkedIn live feed just bumped to 10 viewers. Beauty <laughs> Bubble is here with me in the comments on LinkedIn. So there you have it. We hit double digits. I mean, this is like, thanks for small, small favors. <laughs> but hey, it's a start. It's a start. And um, I don't know. I mean, I wanted to start the discussion of this. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what's coming. I'm going to start doing some research, talking to more people who are doing well, people who aren't doing well, people who are frustrated with it, and and get some more opinions on this. It's an ongoing discussion. I think it was one of the first questions I asked when I started the the monetized live streaming now Facebook group was, what the heck's going on with LinkedIn Live? Is it worth it? Is it not worth it? Because that was at a time where I had pretty much whittled down my LinkedIn Live to nothing. Um, Terry says, YouTube is the place to be. I talked about the numbers. Uh, Usage on Tuesday, 81% makes it the top platform for adults in the U.S. Well, YouTube has a lot of advantages. One is the way that you can easily find things through search and through recommended videos. So even if you don't have a big audience for your live stream, If you SEO it properly, if you have a nice thumbnail, if you have a good title, and if it's a topic that people might start searching for at some point, it could take off six months, a year, two years from when you do your video and get a whole other life. Plus, people look at your channel almost like a portfolio, and so you have good stuff on your channel. 
people may watch that to decide whether they want to work with you or not, which is also of value. Um, on the downside, I think for YouTube, it's, it's awfully crowded. Like it's, you know, everybody's on there, like everybody's on there, which makes it, you know, if something takes off, it really takes off. But LinkedIn is not as crowded a playing field, which means there should be opportunity for more visibility for those who are doing good content on, on LinkedIn, perhaps. Uh, Terry says the data is from the Pew Research Center. Thanks, Terry. Can, uh, Mubasher asks, hi, can we earn by doing live broadcasting? I don't think there's a way to earn money on LinkedIn directly. You can earn if people, yeah. if you have products and services and people buy, they find out about you. That's, that's kind of how that would work. Uh, Barb Tomlin says, I will say the video, the video feed quality on LinkedIn live is better for me than the feed I'm seeing on Facebook. Absolutely. Facebook is fairly degraded in terms of the video quality. Video quality has always been good on, on LinkedIn. Never had a problem with that. Uh, that's why I'd like to download and save it on occasion. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Beauty Bubble says, 42 minutes in, Ross and Tim have had multiple comments, reactions, and super mindful to acknowledge every comment. Thank you, Beauty. And thanks for being here. And thanks for being on LinkedIn Live. It's been fun. Um, yes. What do you got planned? What do you got coming up for your shows? Yeah, thanks for asking, Ross. So uh, Tuesday is the next showing up perspectives on cancer show. And uh, actually the guest is my sister, Eileen Sohn. And I have a guest host. Uh, his name's Mark Kageyama. He's a previous guest of the show. So we'll be talking with Eileen about her perspective as my sister. Uh, so that show is coming up. And then the next that's Tuesday, that's Tuesday at eight o'clock Eastern time. Uh, people can watch on my Tim Stone LinkedIn profile or on the Tim and Jim, or not Tim and Jim show, uh, the Stone <laughs> Social Media Solutions YouTube channel uh, or Facebook page. Uh, so that's coming up on Tuesday. The and Tim then we and have... Jim show is about to hit a major milestone, right? Yes, coming up in August. It's the four year anniversary of the Tim and Jim show. All right, congratulations. Clap Thank that you. up for Tim. And you, for uh, our friend Jim Fuse, four years is a long time and a lot of consistency. Do you know how many episodes yeah. you've done in, in that time? I'll have to check. I don't know off the top of my head. That's a really good See, question. You're getting to the point where you can now start putting that at the episode number. That means nothing when you've got 14, but when, once you've got right. in the hundreds, you can start putting that episode like, ha ha, look what we've done. <laughs> Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Thanks for jumping on. Um, I, I like what you're Thanks doing, and, and it's uh, great to get your insights. And uh, definitely, let's keep this conversation going. And I, I, I think I feel better about LinkedIn after our conversation and after seeing how things are working in the discussion. Good. Perhaps, perhaps doing more open discussions, less sort yeah. of interviews, less maybe multi-guest shows where I'm hopping around from guest to guest. Uh, you know, maybe this is perhaps 
content that will be for LinkedIn and a different type of content maybe for YouTube or Amazon Live or wherever else uh, I might send content to. So that's something to think cool. about as well. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me, Ross. Yeah, Good thanks, to Tim. With you. Great chatting. That is the man, Tim Sohn. Thank you so much for joining us. Great to hear about what you're up to and about uh, your insights from going live. Um, so thank you all for being here. Um, Ross Brand Recordings is the name of the podcast. Go ahead and check it out. My podcast episode on LinkedIn Live is the top one. You'll see it right when you get to rossbrandrecordings.com. And if you enjoy this, would love it if you left a rating or review uh, on any of the major podcast apps. You'll see there's a review tab on the website and it'll take you, you can just click the button. It'll take you either iTunes, which is now Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Podchaser um, and would love that. And thank you for being here and thanks for helping me re-energize my own look at at LinkedIn Live. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, really awesome to see everybody here. So have a great rest of the day, great rest of the week, and we'll talk to you again soon on another episode of the Recordings Podcast. Take care, everybody. <laughs>